The Sue Morgan Podcast episode 116. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Good evening. Sue Morgan, Sue Morgan. Good afternoon. Good evening, Mr. Watko. Yeah, we're recording this on Thursday evening. Oh, yes, what we a are. day I've had me and Billy's had down there today. Oh, what, where have you been? What have you been, been doing? Parking. We've been to the Christmas dinner at Beach Court, right, and it's been absolutely amazing, and I did manage to get a glass of wine, and it's the first I've had, you know, in a year. And how, how did it feel? How did it go down? Oh, it was like, we had um, the moonshine as a duo, they do a lot of rock and roll. You were drinking moonshine as well, crikey mate! No, the band, the moonshine. Moonshine as the duo, yeah. They were abs- They were fabulous, fantastic. Everybody loved them, and um, they got Billy singing while they were having a break, and he did an a cappella number called "Around the World," and they were absolutely amazing. And then they got me doing uh, "White Christmas." I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. I'm absolutely brilliant. Dreaming Thing of a white Christmas. Christmas. It was brilliant, Ian. And, you know, uh, we, we uh, had a, you know, kept going outside, obviously, to have a fact because you can't smoke in the centre sort of thing. But it wasn't even cold. It was so mild. You know, the weather, it's been brilliant. Today, really? So. It was cold yeah. today. It was freezing, Sue. Yeah, but this afternoon it wasn't that bad. The sunshine and down on us. Were you wearing your shorts? Uh, no, I've had trousers on today. Good, good. Because <laughs> I worn it's about one degree Celsius out there. I, I don't well, know. Well, I mean, it might be now, but this afternoon... It's probably that glass of wine bad. you had, the glass of wine. It could have been, yeah, but I really had a good time with a turkey dinner and then I had a Christmas pudding. Oh, turkey dinner. Oh. We custard. Wow, what a day! And Santa were there and all. Ho ho ho! Giving presents out. <laughs> Billy wow. had a wallet. He got. Need, you know, we. No, he uh, needs it because he keeps winning. Oh, so he got one of them. He keeps winning on the scratch card, so he needs a wallet to put his winnings in. Yeah, 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 but it's been brilliant. And it was the uh, Mansfield Mayor, Andy Abrams, that was Santa. Oh, he was there, was he? Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, because last year we were there, but he did the raffle. But they're doing that next Wednesday because they've only just started raffle tickets, brilliant prizes, and uh, they're doing a tea, a coffee, mince pie and crumpets. Sounds good to me. Right then, Sue, um, yeah, we yeah. should and we must talk about England's exit from the World oh, Cup. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, England exit. <laughs> it was a good game. I loved the game, but that referee was so corrupt, I couldn't believe it, you know, and... <laughs> I hope they don't have that same referee against on for the final on Sunday. They won't. Obviously, final on Sunday is Argentina versus France. Yeah, I hope Argentina does it, to be honest. What's your thinking? Go on, tell me more. Why? Why? Well, I do. Well, I'd cash start. Though if I'd have kept, if I wanted to cash start um, before they played England, um, I got the fiver back plus a couple of quid extra, but I'd have got £35 at weekend if France wins, so... I hope that Argentina... Well, let me tell you a story. Uh, my mum is absolutely seething at the moment because she put a bet on um, for yeah. for it to be an Argentina-France final. and oh, right. But my dad cashed out about a week ago, so he yeah. got so they got the money back, and my mum didn't... Well, well, my mum was out, and my dad was bored, so he cashed out, and when she came back, she was annoyed, and now she's even more annoyed. She's missed out on a £70 win! Wow, oh, that's even worse than me. Oh, dear. Oh, man, it'd be even worse because all you've got to put is who's going to be in the final. 
so oh, well, God, yeah, well, she is. Um, she's just not very pleased with my dad at the moment for that for that reason. But uh, didn't he? Didn't you know then that he cashed out? No, not until she came back from Nottingham, and he was like, "I've cashed you out." And that's a divorce court quiet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my goodness! Oh, God, he sent him to Coventry. Uh, yeah, he has. That's where he is right now. He's in Coventry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so you're saying Argentina? Are you a big fan of Messi? Uh, oh, I love Messi. Yeah, because I'm. A ma- I used to be a massive. You know, when uh, Cristiano Ronaldo went to, um, I think he played for Barcelona. Did he play for Barcelona? No, he went. Did he play for Real Madrid? Yeah, Real Madrid, didn't he? Yeah. Um, but uh, massive Messi, uh, Lionel Messi, he's magic. He was a Barcelona man. Yeah, Barcelona. He now man. plays for um, PSG. Yeah, yeah. Paris Saint Germain. I'm not going on to PSG side. No, no. Yeah. I'll stick with Nottingham Forest for now. Thank you. Flipping around all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> I'm well, sticking with Mansfield. Last, I think it'd be his last World Cup. Yeah, maybe so. Look at this. Um, we're, talk- we're talking football on the Sue Morgan podcast. Yeah, well, I love it, don't I? Yeah, you do. You love well, it. Well, I've enjoyed. I've enjoyed the matches. Really, you know, it's been a brilliant World Cup. Mm, it has been a good. And Nottingham Forest playing uh, League Cup on Monday against Blackburn. So come on, you Reds. There you go. To all those yeah. forests, the tricky tree supporters. Good luck. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, Stevie Cooper. <laughs> right. So okay. They might say that he might go to be next England manager, apparently. But I love Gareth Southgate. I think he's done an amazing job with England team. Yeah, because Steve Cooper um, was the uh, manager of the under 18s wasn't he, or something like that? Yeah. yeah and they won the world. Uh, they, Liverpool. And they won the World Cup. Um, yeah. The under 18s or was it the under 21s? One of the two. And then maybe they're yeah. thinking that he might be able to bring the magic again. But I it think he's staying. He's staying where he is. He's, he signed a contract. They stuck with him, so he should stick with Forrest, really. But yeah, hey, this isn't this isn't a football this isn't a football podcast. Oh, it's a sir. Christmas podcast. It is indeed. And we have that brought football up. And do you know something? Ah, uh, Barry, you were right. They did. England did. They let them have one. Yeah. But what could, what it could have been, eh? Miss penalty. I know. Let's not. Do you know what? I had a monk on pretty much all week because of it. I think I only just came out of the funk yesterday on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway, should we do some Sue's headlines? Yeah, go on then. Billy will want to come at the end of the episode. Of course he will. Maybe he can do it, um, a recap on Around the World that he did today. Yeah, he could do it. Around the world. I dance for you. And it was brilliant because they get in the uh, radio mic and he sat in the centre and he did half gear song. Yeah, I bet he did. Yeah, he got an applause. I bet they were were applauding the end of it. That's probably what it was. (laughs) Thank God for that, it's over. Yeah, yeah, probably. (laughs) They were probably all needed uh, (laughs) to uh, switch the ear in. (laughs) Probably that's what they did. They just went... Like that, everybody switched yeah. them off together and they yeah. just sort of like swayed yeah. from side to side until it had finished. Right, okay. Yeah. Give us a bong, Sue. Bong! University chiefs have urged staff not to say Christmas as it may offend snowflake students. They should instead refer to the upcoming festive break as the winter closure period. But the bizarre um, edict would cause problems for Slade singer Noddy Holder trying to belt out 1973's big hit Merry Christmas Everybody because obviously he shouts at the end, doesn't he? Go on, yeah, you do yeah, it. Yeah. Go on, you do it, Sue. 
Oh, God, what? Merry Christmas or something, don't they? No, it's Christmas! That's oh, yeah, it's Christmas! <laughs> yeah, right at the end, yeah. Right at the end. I can't believe you forgot that. Anyway, yeah. they're saying oh. that it's offensive, using the word Christmas is offensive. No, no. Um, but you're not woke, are you, Sue? You're happy to call it whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're happy I've to... I've started keep... decorating this flat, but we've got the tree. I've just got the, got the decorations. Oh, that's good. I'm pleased that you're on the yeah. way. Can we have your next yeah. bong, please, Sue? Bong! Cook Nigella Lawson got traditionalists choking on their cereal by suggesting that we have a certain something for Christmas breakfast. What is this something that she's suggesting? What do you Christmas think? Christmas breakfast? Yeah, instead of having cereal or toast, yeah. she's suggesting something... Else, what do you think? Um, fruit. It's got fruit in it. There's a clue for you. It's got fruit, fruit in salad. it. Fruit well, salad? It's sort of like that, but it's got some cream in it and maybe some custard. Uh, with fruit. Oh, I don't, oh, I don't Maybe know. some sherry. Oh, trifle. Yes, trifle. Oh, yes, they are trifle. I have to give you a few clues there, Sue. Yeah, she says that the cold fruity dish is perfect for Christmas morning as it is low effort, high reward and just joyous. In a video on her social media channels, Nigella added, it starts off with sponge fingers, there's some frozen berries, some fine shred marmalade, 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 clementine zest. She leaves that overnight before adding Greek Greek yoghurt, double cream, marmalade, more marmalade, pistachio and pomegranate seeds. She's saying it's a perfect uh, Christmas Day um, food for breakfast. Um, and the thing was, though, you know what? There was somebody in my family who, who used to love trifle for breakfast, but it was never on Christmas morning. It was always on Boxing Day morning. And that was my Uncle Ken. Uh, he was a massive trifle fan. And uh, whatever was left over after sort of a Christmas tea... <laughs> Can't believe in those days we always had a Christmas tea as well as the massive Christmas dinner. Mm. How on earth we fitted it all in, I don't know. Uh, if there was any trifle left on Boxing Day, my Uncle Ken, God rest his soul, used to scoff it at breakfast and he used to get into trouble from my Auntie Maureen who said, no, you can't have that, it's bad for you. <laughs> but there you go, so Nigella is a few years behind my Uncle Ken there. Um, yeah. Right, what else we got here? Okay, um, next bong. A bong. Um, the term goblin mode has been chosen as the word of the year in a poll. What? That's two words, isn't it? Uh, the term yeah. goblin mode. Have you ever heard that term? I'm going into... Goblin, no, it's all one word. Goblin mode. I mean, I've got a gob on me. <laughs> but do you know what goblin mode is, though? No. Um, it's defined by the Oxford English Dictionary as a type of behaviour that is unapologetically self-indulgent, lazy, slovenly, or greedy. Sounds like sounds like they're talking about me. Yeah, I'm me. I'm, I'm, in, I'm, in per- I'm in permanent goblin mode. Yeah. God, I thought it might have been something else, but I, <laughs> let's move away from that. First oh. found on Twitter in 2009, the phrase found new fans in lockdown and went viral this year. I had never heard of it. <laughs> It got 93% of more than 340,000 votes cast in the annual Oxford University Press Survey with Metaverse second and hashtag I stand with third. But, the, but the, the word, the phrase of the year is goblin mode. I'm going to try and use that in modern parlance to, try, you know, to make myself like I'm down with the kids. <laughs> goblin yeah. mode. Unbelievable. Yeah. 
Zacy, I'm you le- goblin mode. You, you learn some. I'm in goblin mode. I think you'd say that, wouldn't you? Not I'm goblin mode. Yeah. I'm trying to find some more stories here. I'm sure I've got more than that. Uh, there's one more here. This is uh, this is um, this particular story. Actually, no. There's some we left over from last week, isn't there? Mm-hmm. I was going to go all scientific then on your ass, but I decided against it. <laughs> oh, you'll like this one. Give us a bong. Bong. Potatoes can help people shred the pounds, a study has revealed. The headline is Spudulite. First reaction to that, Sue? Spudulite, half of taters. Jacket taters. Well, every d- taters. Yeah, you like them all. Yeah. But apparently Roast they... taters. Yeah, well, apparently they can help you lose lose the weight. Yeah, well, they're good for you because it's carbohydrates, isn't it? All right, this is what it says. Scientists found replacing meat with lower-calorie spuds can boost weight loss with little effort. They said that people tend to feel full once they've eaten a certain amount of food, regardless of the calorific content. And participants in the US study felt fuller quicker after high-calorie food was replaced with spuds. Potatoes packed with nutrients have also been associated with increased risk of type 2 diabetes and insulin resistance. But the study found this was not the case. It looks like we should all be eating potatoes once again, so Yeah, I love them. I love potatoes too. Yeah. I'm going to eat. I had some chips and tonight. Chips. I had chips tonight. Well, they're made out of potatoes, Sue. Yeah, I know they are. <laughs> it's what you cook them in. What could you cook them in to make them good for you then, Sue? Uh, Low-calorie oil. Low-calorie oil. <laughs> OK, so that's my new song. Um, they should take that and use it in an advert. Low-calorie oil. Um, yeah. Fry your chips in low-calorie oil. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, one final one for you. Bong. Beautiful. Top of the plops is the headline for this. Uh, okay, um, Beatles fans were flushed with excitement uh, recently as John Lennon's uh, "What" went on display in the museum. I've given you lots of clues here. Top of the plops. What? What went on display? John Lennon's. Uh, Don't say turd. Don't say John Lennon's poo. A turd um, laid by John Lennon is on display in a museum in Liverpool. Now, come on, what do you think? Come on. Oh, I don't Come on, I've given you the clues there, Sue. I don't know. Top of the plops, Beatles fans were flushed with excitement as John Lennon's what went on display. It's poo. Not his poo. I just told you not to say that, Sue. Come on. His, to- on, his toilet, so Oh, his bog. His yeah, bog. Blue, yeah. His bog. Top of the plops, yeah. His bog. Yeah, OK. Um, the porcelain it's loo... <laughs> the porcelain loo, with a blue and white floral design, was unveiled in front of guests who did not know what the new exhibit, w- exhibit was going to be. The reveal was met with laughs and a comment of, It's John's John! <laughs> it's John's John. It was one of two bought from 71-acre Tittenhurst Park in Sunning Hill, Berkshire, where Lennon lived with Yoko Ono from 1969 to 1971, and where he wrote Imagine. After the couple moved to New York, the country estate was bought by Ringo Starr and then by a sheikh who sold its contents in 1989. So I suppose this, this loo was not only Lennon's, it was also Ringo Starr's as well. Yeah. Peace, piss, peace and love. Peace, <laughs> sorry, I said. Peace and love. Um, 
One toilet bowl was bought for £1,000 by fan Gary Honeyball, who has loaned it to the Liverpool Beatles Museum. The other recently sold for fifteen grand. Museum owner Rogue Best, brother of the band's original drummer Pete Best, said, I try and do the accent. I think visitors are going to think, that's really quirky. Oh, are these guys mad? But we like to do things outside the box so it fits in perfectly. So what the what the paper's done is they've come up with a list of um, top ten uh, Peatles tunes, uh, which are puns. Are you ready Go to on, do man. with going to the toilet? I can't believe we stooped this low. Stool on the hill instead of fool on the hill. Let it pee. Hey poop. Hey pood. Hey pood. Hey, Pooh. I've had a poo. That's what Billy calls me instead of Sue. Hey, oi, Pooh. Nice. While my guitar gently wipes. Spend a penny lane. I want to hold your hand sanitizer. I saw her standing there, uh, which was unusual for a woman in brackets, it says. Uh, we can work it out. Unbelievable. Uh, toilet paperback writer, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Farts Club Band. That, that's the top ten tunes yeah, that's funny, by that the Poodles. Only Farts Club Band. So there we go. Those are the headlines there. Some Christmassy ones, some silly ones. Uh, Sue talking about football. Now it's time, ladies and gentlemen, for um, that part of the show, which, well, makes it every time, takes it up from a 7.5 out of 10 podcast up to a... Heady 9.5 out of 10 podcast, Billy Boy. Um, right, you ready, Billy? Have you got a? Have you got 50p? Here he comes. Yes, who I saw today. Who? At, who did you see at, today at the at the gig? At the sorry, at the party. At the party. Who did you see? Um, Santa. Did you see Santa? The man. The mayor of Mansfield, ladies and gentlemen, Billy has been rubbing shoulders with the with the posh people today. You sung you sung a song as well, didn't you, for him? The first song was this. Okay. Word for word, around the world, I searched for you. I travelled on when I was gone. Just 
Amazing. Amazing. You're through to boot camp. You're through. You're through to boot camp. Super Morgan, Super Morgan. Uh, you're through to boot camp. Hang on, wait a second. A round of applause for Billy Boy. Oh, that's a burp. Sorry. Hang on. Here we go. Okay, Billy. Beautiful stuff. The next time we'll speak, it will be Christmas Eve. It might all be in County Down and <laughs> okay, thank you, Billy. Thank you, Billy. That's it, mate. You take care. Go and go and rest up now. Rest, rest, rest your bones. Rest your bones, Billy. Rest your bones. Put soup. Ask me a question. Go on then. Were you born or created? Was I born or created? That's a good question. Um, I believe, Billy, that we are living in a simulation, so I, I was created by a programmer. This is a computer program that we're living in, Billy, and you have been, you've been created by the programmer also. Yeah, so now you know. So, yeah, I was created. Thank you, Billy. Put Sue back on. Yeah. Oh. Burping on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not me. It's, a, it's my machine. I've got a machine here that does it. Hey, what a burping machine! Right, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to smash this glass now. <laughs> there you go. I've just smashed the window. Oh God. Right. Okay. So look, the next time we'll speak, it will be Christmas Eve. I know. Christmas Eve. It's getting close. Not many sleeps till Santa. How many sleeps? So let's work this out because this is coming out on Saturday. So Saturday night, Sunday night. Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night. Eight more sleeps to go until Santa's here. I know, I know. Then the countdown is on. Uh, what do you mean? The countdown's already on. We just counted well, down. No, it is. Well, it's coming really close now, isn't it? Yeah, and then we'll be on the first day of Christmas. And yeah, we all I know what. You're on 103.2 Christmas Day Live. I know you'll be hearing from me. I'll set my alarm for you. Oh, brilliant. I'll be on from 7 till 11. Yeah, I know what you will, my dog. Yeah, I'll, I'll be there. I'm trying to work out how many years it's been. It's been quite a few years, hasn't it? And so, yeah, I've been doing... One or two that you did pre-record. I've done one pre-recorded. Yeah, so everything else has been live. It's so, good enough to get your arse out of bed to actually come down. I thought, I, thought you, I thought you were going to say um, it, it's good enough to get me an MBE. <laughs> well, it should be. <laughs> right, let Why me work this out. Get United. Uh, yes, sir. Arise, sir. Watco of Ian. Right, no, yeah, let, let me work this out. So, wages, that's what you want. Double time. People who work on Christmas Day should be paid double. Uh, I just get an, I just get a day off, extra. Yeah. Hang on, I'm working this out. So I started doing it in 2001. Yeah, I know you did. So let's 2000. That's the year that me and my old man got married. Yeah, 2001. 
2004. I'm writing this all out. I don't know why I'm doing that. Okay, so 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 is 2011. Yeah. So another one would be... T- 2001 to be 20 this is 21st year so this is my 20th year doing it live so I've only yeah, done it really only done it pre-recorded so that's a lot of years isn't it crikey you're not yeah, to do actually live yeah 21 years of me on on Christmas day I feel sorry for the listener right okay so we'll speak on Christmas Eve and um, have a great right. week okay same to you as well and Merry Christmas to everybody Merry Christmas and if you're in any parties you know enjoy them it only happens once a year so if you need a drink just don't drink and drive in it. Exactly, exactly. So yeah. that's a great. Finish off on that great message. Okay, then Ian, you take, take care, Mardo. Yeah, be good. Be good, and I love you, Barry. <laughs> take care. Bye bye. Okay, bye bye. Please hold the line. Here we go again. Hello. Sue Morgan. Sue Morgan. What? Cow? What? You didn't put down the phone properly. Okay. You silly sausage. <laughs>